Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This week's episode is brought to you by Wee Willie's Lumber in North Portland. Ready to get your next project started with a bang? Really looking forward to cramming your days with huge loads of hot wood? Wee Willie's Lumber is chock full of hundreds of tons of wood. And we are quivering with anticipation for the next customer to walk in on the front or back door. Wee Willie's, where we love wood. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk, where we always come from a place of privilege. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology, and Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare no-nos. That's me. Here, uh, new theatrical releases always get, well, sometimes get priority, um, but sometimes we review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Today, we're going to be um, reviewing a movie that the patrons selected for us. They select one movie a month for us to review, and uh, this is September's choice. This is Earnest Scared Stupid. So if you want to be part of the vote to get to 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 decide one movie a month for us to... uh, to review, you can head on over to our Patreon. Um, as I said, I'm David Day. A cool thing you may not know about our show is that we have the very best community of any podcast you've ever listened to, and that includes, like, I, I don't know, the, the big ones, you know, whoever they may be. Um, and this is evidenced by our Facebook community, our Facebook group community. They are just wonderful people, and they are uh, having a fun time right now. I guarantee it. So head on over there, check it out. Um, if you'd like to support us or check out our website, you can do so by going to horrormovietalk.com. From there, you find links to our Patreon. You can browse to our um, any of our blogs or our write-ups. Um, and even our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash horror movie talk, where sometimes I stream DBD or Dead by Daylight. 
Um, we do post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. If you'd like to get a hold of us, leave us a voicemail. Call us at 682-253-4468. You can also call the Bodily Fluids Exchange Line, which I'm, I don't know, whatever. 252-228-4628. Um, we've got a great show for you guys today. As I said, we are going to be reviewing... Ernest Scared Stupid from, I think it's 1991, mm-hmm. and uh, we're well-researched and privileged. Uh, after Actually, we're very not well-researched. Mm. This is just a com. This is the way it is. Mostly is, just privileged. This is what you're getting into. Um, after we give our score, we'll uh, get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hate about the film. We'll give a synopsis and a review before all that. Also, special guest, I'm going to bring her in for just the... Beginning of the spoiler section. Yes. Going to bring in my daughter, Penelope. Penelope Hansen. This was probably the first actual designated horror movie that I've watched with her. Right. And she's around the age I was when I saw it, so I'm curious what her take is. Me too. This will be good. And after the spoilers, we'll we'll be doing a new bit. And it's not really anything special, but uh, it'll make us seem well-researched. And it's called From the IMDb Vaults, mm. where we just go over some facts and, and, <laughs> and stuff from IMDb that you could look up on your own. And really, so if you, what every other podcast Right. Does. Well, if you listen to... I was about to say, if you listen to any other movie review podcast, like this is just basic uh-huh. stakes, but we're not normally right. that lazy. So. so all of the people that complain that we're not researched enough now... We're going to cover our bases by reading the IMDb page for Ernest Scared Stupid. For Ernest Scared Stupid, right. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. The real questions, the deep hitting, uh, the the things you have to know about Jim Varney. Oh, man. Uh, So, as I said, we watched Ernest Scared Stupid and were reminded of a simpler time when all you needed for a kid's movie was a man with bizarre facial expressions and copious amounts of boogers. Let's get into... The trailer. You will bring down the curse on us all. You will open the ancient door and all that looks inside. Get out of here and don't come back. When the poisons of the evil causes your body, you would lie a quivering, toxic mass of screaming flesh. The people of Briarville bury trench of the troll in the cold, damp ground. The end. Joey never got home last night. You said earlier house last night yelling about trolls do you think maybe come on there's no such thing as trolls there's one who can stop me if he were there the heart of a child and the mother's care you're not scared See what it does to the children. (laughs) 
so that was actually a uh, that was actually a really fun trailer that I found uh, for Ernest Scared Stupid uh, come from a YouTube ch- very small YouTube channel called Ernest Trailers where they kind of remix and remaster uh, Ernest movies into trailers they they shouldn't be. So um, it was an A twenty four style. Trailer right. for Ernest Scared Yeah, Stupid. with with it uh, soundtrack. Um, it's brilliant. Now, if you don't mind, I might just play a couple of the very short trailers that actually accompanied this movie, mm. just to cover all our bases. Make sure we're researched. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here's the real trailer. Pictures. First, there was Jason. Then there was Freddy. Now, terror has a new name. Ernest Scared Stupid, an all new movie rated PG. Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. From Touchstone Pictures, monstrous trolls have sprung to life. That's your hope you're from Keebler. And now, Ernest P. Worrell is springing into action. He'll try anything. I know Tai Chi Kung Fu Chow And everything. Your shoes untied. To save the day. It's showtime. It's Ernest P. Worrell in a brand new movie. Ernest Scared Stupid. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? You know what I mean? Starts Friday, October 11th at a theater near you. I so, think that last one was the one that I would remember because I remember the how about a bumper sandwich booger lips that was like the one line oh, that, that I remembered from this movie. That line actually I think made it into just normal, uh, like you know that 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 was part of schoolyard life mm-hmm. in 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 my childhood. It's like booger lips. Mm-hmm. It's such a it's pre- boing honk squeak. <laughs> Lots of. Lots of bo- boinging. Man, we should just, we should buy the sound library for like the oh. Warner Brothers cartoons. It's or the expensive. I guess, I guess now it's, to to us, it's not yeah, as it's expensive pro- as it I mean, was. Back when we started, it was like, what? <laughs> it was like $400 to buy yeah. those, those just base sound, that sound package. Yeah. But I think we could, uh, we could waste a tremendous amount of money on that. Right. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Boing. And and you wouldn't have to listen to me say boing. You could it could just be the boing. And we could say like, oh, gotta run to the next room, and then have the bongos playing. <laughs> but, yeah. I can't make this up. Oh, you um, need the bongos. Yeah. So Ernest Scared Stupid can be found basically anywhere that you stream movies. Um, and you know, if you click at it, click the link at the top of our website, horrormovietalk.com that says buy stuff on Amazon and then you rent it on Amazon a little bit of that'll go to us. And that helps us out a lot. That will help in our purchase of the Warner brothers, uh, sound package. Uh, yeah, we'd have to, you know, maybe we'd have to make a hard decision of whether we go Warner brothers, Looney Tunes or Hanna-Barbera. Oh, no, I think, I, th- I think, think Hanna-Barbera is owned by Warner Brothers, I is it probably by now? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, m- many years ago, an ancient evil was locked away in the earth below Briarville, Missouri, and today our lovable klutz Ernest has unleashed unleashed it upon the children. Won't somebody think of them? Well, Ernest did an oopsie, and now he's going going to right his wrong with the help of all the kids in Briarville. But that means he will have to face the terrifying Trantor the Troll. Will Ernest be able to save the kids' souls? Will he fuck up even worse? Will children who watch this movie get more trolls than they bargained for? Yes. Um, Ernest Scared Stupid is probably the most memorable of all ten Ernest movies that have been made starring the legendary Jim Varney. 
This is a tried and true method for making kids' movies that I think might have started with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in 1989, where the kids would build elaborate contraptions that were goofy, as goofy as they were oddly effective. Uh, this is one of those, uh, but what... But I mean, this is one of those 80s, 90s tropes, like yeah. lots of like Rube Goldberg contraptions. Yeah, movies. we shoot cans of cat food at bullies and then, then we hit them with the pizza. Bah, bah, bah. It's just like, you got to think of it as they didn't really have CGI back then. Home alone. They just got to get someone to make a, a really elaborate proper, really elaborate machine for your movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, it was... I mean, it tapped into something inside my soul mm -hmm. as, as a, a five-year-old kid. I was like, oh, all you do is you create an elaborate, massive movie set d prop piece to catch a turtle. And it's like, well, or you just go up and grab it. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so this is one of those movies, but with the added benefit of starring a pre-Jim Carrey slapstick aficionado and goofball, Jim Varney. When you add trolls and special effects department helmed by the Chiodo brothers, apparently what you get is a horror movie made for kids that is so effective that I still remember it with glee. Has it aged well? Well, it depends who you ask. If you're talking to me, I remember this being far more terrifying and interesting when I was a kid. Uh, if you ask my kids, they will cry and tell you that it was the scariest thing that they've ever seen. <laughs> Did they watch it with you when you watched it? Uh, I watched a trailer with Charlotte and she was like, nope, 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 mm -hmm. nope. Bye. Gotta go. Gotta go. Don't want that in my mind forever. Yeah, I gotta. We'll talk about my kids' reactions. <laughs> right. Yes, it's 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 really. De I mean, and you know, obviously, right. it's just not going to be as good for you now as it was as you were when you were a kid because right. it's not for you. It's for kids. Um, this is this is actually the first made for kids film that I think we've watched, um, or reviewed anyway. Um. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, an argument could be made for Gremlins, but this is so much more in the lane of kids, yeah, and less in the lane of preteens. Was this PG or was it P or was it G? This was PG. I but so was Gremlins. I think Gremlins was Gremlins PG thirteen. Yes, so it was. It was. It was the movie that made the PG thirteen rating. Actually, Gremlins was. I thought it was Temple of Doom. It was probably around the same time. Yeah, I mean, they were both. Uh, both pretty probably pretty integral in, in making decisions and on that. Uh, this is a fabulous introduction to horror for kids being accessible, fun, and not so gentle that kids feel belittled or coddled. It's got some potty humor, but honestly, that's one of its strong points. Ernest Scared Stupid is a ton of family fun and an easy title to throw on for background noise or to keep the kids entertained while you have a Halloween party. You know, I mean, as I said, I, I'm a 37-year-old uh, jaded uh, movie, you know, horror movie review guy. Mm. And so it's not for me, mm -hmm. uh, but this score is my score, so I'm giving it a score of 4 out of 10. It's not great. But holy shit, is it very memorable. I remember so much of this movie. Um, and, uh, and, and I mean, if you'd asked, you know, me when I was 10, I'd have been like, well, that's an easy eight or a nine, you know? 
is one of the best movies uh-huh, ever right, made. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is a fun movie, but it definitely is what it is. How did, uh, how did you, I, I gotta say, it was murderously boring for me to try and stay up and watch this <laughs> late at night. It, I felt, I was like, uh, uh, uh. I watched it at like 5 p.m. and it was murderously boring for me to stay up for it. I um, felt jittery. I was like, when he, is this going to end? Yeah, I mean, I'll give it two scores. One for, like, me, mm-hmm. and one for, like, the intent. Okay. I think for the intent of the movie, which is for kids, like, scary movie, like, I'd also give it a four. Mm. Oh, <laughs> For the intent, you'd give it a four. Right, right. Oh dear, where's okay? Maybe a five. I'll give it. I'll be generous. I'll say it's a five. It, I mean, it pulls off what it is. Like they don't have like uh, high aspirations for Ernest Scared Stupid. How dare you? Know? you. It's not. What's like, an example of a ten for intent and in, in this uh, age range? I don't know, like Labyrinth, Never Ending Story. Touche, Labyrinth. Yeah, no, no disagreement there. Um, so for me though, it's, it's like a low three. Yeah. I can get some enjoyment out of it from a little bit of nostalgia and you know, the, there are times when Jim Varney can be funny. Not very often. (laughs) No. Uh, well not in this format. I'm sure he's a funny enough guy. And there's, there's times where like the special effects are, you know, interesting enough. Yeah. That you're like, eh. But it's overall pretty trying. It is very trying as to to watch this as an adult, even with uh you know the 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 lenses of like the the, the most interesting to me watching it as an adult is thinking about the adults that made this movie, and you realize like you know when you're a kid you're like wow this is magic yeah like this is gold like man they're just spinning gold for me. <laughs> And as an adult, you look at him like, wow, they're just cashing in. Like, they're doing the least amount of effort to to cash in on this character. I, you know, I don't think it was the least amount. I, I, I will say the costume, the costumes on these trolls are impressive, especially Trantor. You know, sure. it's like the, the, a lot of effort went into that. And uh, and it is an impressive and scary costume. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like the producers, not like the special effects people. Sure, like sure. Whoever the producers and directors are, like they're not like thinking that this is art. You know? No, the, the I'm sure the production designers, like the special effects people, they're the artists and they they actually care about what their stuff looks like, no matter how shitty the movie they're on. Um, but. In terms of, like, direction, writing, pr- production, like, it just looks so cobbled together and, like, uh kids, kids like Ernest. Let's put a bunch of his weird characters and mugging in this movie and shove it into some story that it's, has yeah, the least amount of care. Everything is shoehorned into this. Yeah. Uh, those characters are so shoehorned into this this thing where he's where he's got what multiple personalities yeah. and they're all just like there's no rhyme or reason there's there, no uh, introduction it's just bloom yeah those ones I, we're talking about the same thing like yeah. that when it goes to like julius caesar and 
and like the old lady and when he's doing impression work inexplicably throughout the movie. And you're yeah, like, what and the it's fuck? like it's complete non sequitur. Like doesn't add anything. Add anything doesn't fit to the scene. But that's like the earnest character. That's the shtick. Yeah, yeah. and we, that's probably from his show. I'm sure that they those characters were probably on the show. I don't remember anything about it. We're but. well researched. Uh, Nothing if we aren't well researched mm-hmm. and privileged. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, okay. Well, I'd say that's fair enough. Uh, If you guys would like to help support the show... You can do so by checking out our sponsor and my personal favorite website to go to when I need something to put on my body that is not going to embarrass me. Instead, it's going to make me look fucking awesome and, you know, signal to people that uh, I know my my way around horror movies, nightchannels.com. You head over, you take yourself the Night Channels Challenge. I dare you. Head on over to nightchannels.com, browse around for a minute. And then just, you know, try and leave the site without having something that's stuck in your mind Mm -hmm. uh, that you'll return for and you'll buy it because they have so many unique prints and with their the addition of their new Bella Canvas silky soft shirts, your nips are never going to be chapped again. And when you find something, you just enter code HMT at checkout, you get yourself 13% off, you're covered. Yeah, that Bella Canvas, like... I you was like, yeah, like hey, how, how much better could it be? Like, I can't see buying anything else at this point. You're like, oh, yeah, these are the when you're a guy and you're just so blind to to fashion and fabric and stuff. And then you get a little bit of knowledge. and You're like, oh, oh, that's why that's better. Oh, it's better. It's literally much better. Yeah. Yeah. So head on over to nightchannels.com. Enter code HMT when uh, when you've got a couple things in your cart there and save 13% on all of them. And uh, they've been sponsors of the show for a long time, and we just really appreciate them a lot. Have you ever had a roommate tell you that you're not allowed to pick the movie tonight because you always pick those weird indie cult slasher trash fests? Same here. Have you ever felt like you had to tell your roommate that their taste in horror movies is terrible? Same Same here. here. At What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie Podcast, we recognize that the horror genre has a little bit of something for everybody, but everybody's not going to like every horror offering. That's why we like to talk about our least favorite aspects and most debatable opinions of our most favorite scary movies. We fight over our favorites. Check us out at What's Your Least Favorite Scary Movie wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, you should know that if you're listening to these commercials, you don't have to. If you head over to our Patreon at patreon.com 
uh, uh, slash horror movie talk, you can sign up for uh, the six dollars and sixty six cent tier. You get with that tier, you get early access to episodes before they go live, sometimes months in advance, and uh, and you also get access to the afterpods, where is which is a whole nother series of podcasts that we produce following the recording of this show we're just going to leave the mics running and talk about what is going on in our lives sad happy gassy it doesn't matter we talk about it all and uh and so if you head on over there that helps us out a whole lot and uh similarly you can buy um our shirts you can buy our merch we got stickers we got um magnus we got all kinds of bullshit over at HorrorMovieTalk.com slash shop. You should also check out our resident artist, Dustin Goebel. He's a professional artist who fucks so hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans, so make sure to contact him at dgoebel 0 That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. And he'll make your artistic dreams come true. Uh, tell him we sent you, and maybe he'll send you a dick pic. If you'd like to call into the show, oh, you know what? Maybe we should do also at the end of the show. Maybe we should uh, play some calls from the callers. Yeah, so we'll do that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and if you'd catch like catch up on those, yeah, if you'd like to be part of that, you can call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. Thanks again for listening, and let's get into spoilers. <laughs> Okay, so right now we have a special guest, my daughter, Penelope Hansen. Hello. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! So Penny, for the first time ever, has sat down and watched a horror movie with me, because I thought Ernest Scared Stupid would be a great entry. And Penny, we just want to know... You as a professional eight-year-old, what what are your opinions on Ernest Scared Stupid? What did you think? It was really funny, but there were some scary parts in the middle. What was the scariest stuff? I don't know. Nothing sticks with you? Nothing traumatizing? No. Um, what was funny about Ernest? That he was really dumb. Mm-hmm. He was dumb, wasn't he? Did um did you like the faces he made? Yeah, that was like the most funniest part. Ew. <laughs> right? When he would move yeah. his, his jaw around and that goofy thing. Yeah. What about the part where he was all those different uh like a man and a woman and another woman? Yeah, I call that his multi personality mood. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was good? Mm-hmm. Um was there anything you didn't like? About Ernest Scared Stupid. Not really. That it was like my first horror movie ever, so I don't know what I he should think about it. I don't know. Can you remember other movies that I've tried to get you to watch that you ran away from? Oh yeah. Um I forgot the name of it, but the one that I I ran away from a why and I cried in my room. Uh, was that um, the never-ending story? 
Uh, yeah. No, mm. she watched Neverending Story. You oh, watched yeah. Neverending Story, didn't you? With the nothing? I'm pretty sure that was the one. Okay. No, you watched... No, you're you're thinking of Labyrinth. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. With the Goblin King. That's one yeah. of my very favorites. Yeah, yeah, that's one of David's favorites. Yeah. But you watch Neverending Story. You were you sat through... That seems that. much scarier to me than Labyrinth. Because I think she's seen the uh, the Artax Atreyu yeah. part. Well, so the I nothing was, is horrifying. I was expecting her to freak out at that, but she had already seen it. So I was like, oh, my attempt at traumatizing Penny just didn't work. Um. I have a question for you. Have you ever called someone or been called by someone a booger lips? No. No. How did you feel when Ernest was uh, asked that asked that troll Trantor? He was like, "How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips?" Um, I thought that it was funny. I haven't really met a bully yet in my life, mm. so. But if you do, you got that locked and loaded. You're ready to call him a booger lips. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. That's a good answer. Um, Don't incriminate yourself. I like it. (laughs) Uh, Why don't you tell us about your brother's reactions to Ernest Scared Stupid? How do you think they liked it? Esten was in my room the whole time. He was... He was... What the... He was the one scared stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't Ernest scared stupid. It was Esten scared stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Esten was uh, really bothered by it. He, I could only get him to sit out with us for about a minute, and then just any sign of like sus- suspense or or whatever. He was, he, oh, he wasn't the, even protected. He wasn't even protected by. The blanket. He he couldn't hear it. He had to run away. Yeah, and 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 four year old Colin sat through the whole thing while a six year old Esten mm. ran away in his room for the whole time. Colin loved it. Yeah, Colin, my Colin laughed out loud at <laughs> Ernest. Yeah, there's there's something about uh, my five year old girl that's more inquisitive than like her her being. Uh, interested almost always outweighs the scared. She just Mm. goes, I want to see. Let me show. Show it to me. I want to see it. Yeah, it's scary, but what's back there? And that's my relationship with horror. Well, Colin Colin is mostly interested in Goofy. And Ernest is very Goofy. So he was was cracking up at most of what Ernest was doing. Sure. So if, Penny, if you were to give this a score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being bad and 10 being great and 5 being just kind of eh. What would you give it? Uh, To be honest, I would give it an 8.5. Okay. Okay. Very good. Cool. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you for joining us, Penny. I really appreciate it. I, th- this has been helpful and insightful. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you later, Penny. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye bye. Don't don't let the door hit you. Well, there you go. I think that was an important part. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty important perspective for this movie. Yeah, it really is because I mean I mean it's it's geared specifically towards kids, so I'd want to hear, you know. I'd want to hear their opinion. Yeah, Colin, I mean, he loved it. 
Like, this is... <laughs> Just wacky fun for Colin. Yeah, he's at an age where I think he can only see the goofiness and, like, any of the scary or suspense stuff. Like, it just goes right over his head. Yeah. He's like, I'm not... I'm, he just doesn't understand that he's supposed to be scared at that Right, moment. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so, Jim Varney was... Seems like he the niche he filled was Jim Carrey's niche before Jim Carrey really was able to break out onto the on the big screen. Yeah, physical comedy, like mugging, like kind of a rubber-faced guy, very Jim Carrey-esque. And Jim Carrey wasn't far behind. He was no. in yeah, right. early 90s. Yeah, right there behind. Um so I wanted to talk about the origin of Ernest. Okay. And this is very much a sign of the times. Mm. And I realized, like, this is not a thing anymore. Um, I imagine it goes back, way back. I imagine the, the, the people who taught Jim Varney his craft were probably vaudevillian. Sure. I'm talking about a very specific okay. thing, though. That's not just, like, the type of humor or the slapstick. Sure. I'm talking about... The origin of Ernest the character. Do okay. You, do you know no, the origin? I'm no. Well, we'll figure it out on on the Wikipedia section, but or the uh, IMDb section. But no, we won't. <laughs> the uh, the character of Ernest originated as a character in advertisements. Oh, that makes perfect sense. So he was invented by an ad company and advertised. Many different brands, notably Coca-Cola, um, but also like um, dealerships and everything. Coca-Cola. But basically, yeah, you can find like Sprite and Mellow Yellow <laughs> commercials with Ernest. And yeah, he feels kind of like a... Uh, good in short spurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not a feature length character, uh, but... The the whole premise is like um, Ernest is talking to his neighbor Vern, and Vern never answers because he's the the POV of the camera. And uh, but the fact that you have a character that advertises multiple brands, but the character itself is famous, and I realize like when is the last time. That an advertisement character has gained fame to the point where it's spun off into its own thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, and that, that question is so lost on me because I just don't watch advertisements anymore. Well, yeah, th- that's part I of the I watch reason. advertisements in a totally different medium, which is like being shoved under my nose in bet- between porno clips. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for those... Those uh, hot singles in my area to get their own show or feature film. Yeah, no kidding. Um, no, but like, yeah, just the fact that advertisements are not a thing for an enti- entire generation now. Oh, yeah. My kids are like so upset when in, when when we're on like Discovery Plus or something like that. And they're uh-huh. like, the shit is this? What the? They'll like run into the other room during the one minute ad and be like, mom, the show stopped playing. Wait, there's, you- there's ads on Discovery Plus? Discovery Plus, not Disney Plus, Discovery right. Plus. Yeah, I mean, if you don't pay for to the ads to be off of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was just a paid service. 
I mean, it is. It's just like Hulu. You know, if you pay for the $5 version of Hulu, it just injects ads into things. Oh, uh, okay. Um, anyway, so just that phenomenon. And it was, for some reason, super prevalent in the 80s and 90s. Like, prevalent. Prevalent. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had Ernest, like, the Noid. Yeah, right. Avoid the Noid. The Spot from 7, seven Up. Right. Like, there's so many characters that were from commercials yeah that gained popularity in advertisements and then spun off into like video games or tv shows or or movies or whatever yeah the 80s uh were were really like a time when that was when they kind of really tapped into advertising to kids specifically when they were like oh and they would build whole brands off of like off, toy lines. Yeah, toy like the move was like start a comic book that could be marketed as a toy line because if your comic book gained a certain level of popularity, boom, you get a you get a Saturday morning cartoon show, you get GI Joe, you get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you get Transformers, and then it would spawn into all these other like marketing baloney. You put the Transformers on the box of kicks and boom. Right. I thought, I mean, there's several that start out as toy lines that build a, like He-Man was a toy first and then they sold the the cartoon. Was it really? Off of it, yeah. I'll be darned. Um, so anyways, a lot, a lot of pop culture was very closely tied to advertisement and marketing um, back then and, and now it's a little more independent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you just watch your Saturday morning cartoons and then you see a bunch of ads for boner pills. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean that, I can't think of the last time that happened. I think the closest instance of it was also a failure, which was like the Geico, um, cavemen. Oh yes. Yeah. They had a spinoff television that's show. The, that that's got to be the most recent failed. one that I can think of. Yeah. And I didn't even think of it. That's yeah. just the most recent one that I can possibly recall. Yeah. There's so many like famous celebrities. Well, quote unquote, like C-list celebrities from the 90s and 80s that were literally just on commercials like the Micro Machines guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. We haven't mentioned yet, but it should be mentioned. You know, I, I know Jim Varney is dead, rip, yes. rip in peace. But I, I, for some reason, had imagined he had died very recently. Do you realize it's been over 20 years since he died? Yeah, it's been a long time. He died in like 2000. He died before 9-11, man. Like, and... Man, what would I would give to let Jim Varney survive to see 9-11? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the comic gold that he could spin out of that a couple of years down the line. Um, so, do, yeah. Do, you know, Ernest Scared Stupid 2, and it's all about terrorists. Oh, the real The war terror. on terror. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, man, this is going to go dark pretty, pretty quick. I'm going to go ahead and nip this in the bud because this is kind of a children's episode. Um, but, uh, you know, he... I don't know if you could tell, but he was a chain smoker. Shocking. Yeah. yeah. This is the voice that you only hear from someone that smokes deeply and heavily. Ew. Yeah. Just very. Yeah. (laughs) I can only imagine what he smelled like. I mean, I know what he smelled like. (laughs) 
because I smell my dad every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, yeah, he so he died of lung cancer in 2000, and it was very quick. It was like in 99, he developed a, like a cough, and then boom, gone. Yeah. I, for some reason, I had imagined this as being like within the last five to seven years or something like that, but it's been over 20 years. So rip in peace, Jim Varney. Um, I mean, I definitely, he was an icon in my childhood. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember constantly uh, skimming past the Disney channel on my way to Nickelodeon, the far superior ch- child entertainment mm-hmm. channel in mm-hmm. the 90s. Um and uh and and being like i don't want to watch another earnest thing you know that was my that was my feel. except for this movie this movie i was like well that shit's gold like there was something about this that was it wasn't just goofy it was more it there, there was that that weird like oh shit uh, i i don't know something about puppet puppetry and stuff like that yeah really really worked for me so Okay, Bryce, let's get into the quote-unquote storyline yeah. of... Uh, let's just speed through this. Who cares about Yeah, this? so long ago in Briarville, uh, Missouri, there was a troll that was, um, you know, attacking Cap- a village. Yeah, they it- captured it, and the reverend buried it and cursed it to be wrapped up in these roots. Yeah, they buried it, and they planted an oak tree on top of it, and they said, you know, um, this, this, this oak tree's roots will be its prison. Uh, unless, you know, I don't know why we have to put this, this little addendum in here, but, uh, well, I think it was the troll that said, oh yeah, prophesied, right. What, what choice do you have? We're just going to plant a tree on, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, why didn't they put a goddamn sock in his mouth or something like Mm -hmm. that? You know? Um, I don't know. Anyway, so, so he cursed them. He said, you know, there's going to be, you know, one of you motherfuckers is going to fuck up. Later on, and uh, this is verbatim. Yeah, and it's I'm a direct gonna, quote. Yeah, and then I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck you, bitches. I'm gonna eat your kids. You can't bury me, motherfucker. Right. I'm gonna fucking come get your ancestors and your my four children. four. Make sure all your kids don't grow. Um. So they banished him under the oak tree, and um, and another part of the curse was that the descendants of this. This dude, uh, played by Jim Barney, will get dumber and dumber throughout mm-hmm. the centuries, and yeah. and then we get a the you know we get to m- meet Ernest, and uh, and you know the prophecy has come true so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibes I got off of this. You know the gadgetry with somehow Ernest is so stupid, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also like this. Well, he was scared stupid, right? <laughs> Thank I think you. he was stupid before he was scared, to be honest. I think you're probably right. Oh, you done it now, Jordy Farrell. You lunkhead. He was a real lunkhead. But so he's so stupid, but he also is constantly making these amazing contraptions that work. You know, like these amazing honey I shrunk the kids contraptions. Maybe not quite that mm-hmm. level, but yeah. impressive nonetheless. Maybe more home alone level. Yeah, it doesn't seem like any inventors in pop culture back then actually knew anything about electronics or like you know mechanics how do you mean they're all like taping together like fly swatters <laughs> and like mouse traps like i'm with an inventor bi- with bicycle gears yeah bicycle gears yeah. and like 
an old water bottle. Like, this is the only stuff that inventors knew. Was a like, lot of times there'd be a chicken laying an egg on a par- portion right, of it. You'd right. really rely on that chicken to, like, crank an egg out. <laughs> that was the, the engine of the invention, yeah, was the, a chicken laying an egg. fly solder would hit the chicken right. on the back of the head, and it'd be like, and then, As opposed to, I don't know, people that know about servos. Right. Or... This isn't short circuit. Get out of here know. with that bullshit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> um, so, Ernest is, is tasked... He's the, he's the town garbage man, and he's tasked with cleaning up um, Hagmore... <laughs> Hagmore's mansion, which is just a big garbage dump full of, uh, quote-unquote, art. Mm-hmm. Um, this provides... Played by Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Um, who was in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I, I do believe. Um, no. Wasn't she... Uh... No, Eartha Kid is famous for, first of all, being Catwoman in the 60s Batman series. Uh-huh. But also, she's, she's just a really famous kind of character actor. Is she not uh, the lady in... Uh, the bad lady in um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? No. Okay. I don't think so. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, she played... Um, uh, what's it? Um... I can't remember the character's name from Emperor's New Groove. She was the yes, yeah, she was lady. in that. I know that. Um, I mean, she's great. She's like, <laughs> she's got a lane, and she she stays in it in terms of uh, what she brings. Right. Um, and then you know, you know, the other thing I realized, I was like, okay, Jim Varney's voice is so familiar. It's so familiar, and I knew I had heard it lately and a lot. Hmm. I was like, what is it? And I dug into his IMDb, and I was like, oh, he's the voice of Slink on Toy Story. The Slinky Dog. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's where I know this Yeah, that's where you really hear the smoker voice. Right. Hey, Woody! Yeah, it's like, oh, that's... Okay, that that makes sense. So, anywho, uh, we have some standard big fat bullies played Mm -hmm. by big fat kids. Um, They only come in pairs. They always come in pairs. The other thing... Well, it's either either two big fat kids or a big fat kid and a skinny kid. Sure. But the other thing that I've noticed is fat used to mean one thing, Mm. and it wasn't that fat. It was like right. chunk on right. on uh, Goonies. Right. This is a normal sized kid today. Right. Chunk was he was the fattest kid I could think of <laughs> back in the nineties, <laughs> and I was like, look at that like, fucking oh, fat, look oh, at that fat fucking kid over there. It's just my children now. And now it's just every kid you see. Right. Is that exact? So it's it's some of this doesn't quite land. Mm. I mean, in this, these bullies are actually bigger than Chunk. Yeah, which which back then was like, oh my god! Right, look at the size of these children. Well, you're talking about like L.A. fat. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, it's a different standard. What? Well, yeah, I mean, L.A. It's all full of skinny, beautiful people, right? Um, yeah. So if okay. you're if you're gonna be an actor, like you got to be the fat one. It means that you're like ten pounds overweight. Yeah. That's a good point. Because the camera adds, you know, 10 pounds. 10 pounds. So you're technically, you're 20 pounds overweight. Yeah, I think about people that, even in 
now I look back at like Chris Farley. I'm like, oh, he's not. I mean, he's fat, but he's not like giant. Um, I know? mean, Chris Farley is actually one of the earlier very large dudes that I can think of. Right. Well, he got very very large. So after That's SNL, true. like on SNL, like if you go back and watch like the Chip and Dale's thing, it's like, yeah, he's fat. Yeah. But he's not like, you know, he's not what he was later. Sure. Um, and even in Tommy Boy, he's he's still really big, but it's not like, I mean, even um, what's his name on like um, Modern Family, like the fat guy in Modern Family. Oh, like, I don't I'm know. Pretty sure he's probably bigger than Chris Farley was for the majority of his career. Yeah, and then you got. Um uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, um, John Candy. John Candy, and and I remember just thinking, John Candy's fucking huge. Mm-hmm. But now he's just kind of Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's like, like 90% of Wisconsin. Just your dad. Yeah. You know? But he was kind of, he, I mean, I remember when he went, everyone was like, he's so fat. How could he not? Mm-hmm. It was like, and he did, you know? Right. It was like, oh, okay. Like, there was something happening in the 90s right. where we were all kind of, I was definitely putting on the pounds. Um, so a lot of this, a lot of this Jim Varney's impression work um, in this movie just feels like really 90s failed yes. stand-up stuff. It's... Yeah, it's so 90s, this, and you realize, like, oh, wow. I think in terms of aesthetic, and I don't think it's really been plumbed, I think in terms of aesthetic, the 90s has to be the absolute, early 90s has to be the worst of all time. The bottom of the barrel. Just just the worst. For? Ugliest. Just everything. Like, people, like, knock on the 80s. Like, oh, like, look at those 80s, like the, you know, members-only jackets and, and stuff. It's like, you look at early 90s, and it just looks like someone vomited sprinkles yeah. on all the clothes. Yeah, parachute pants. Parachute pants and, like, hyper-color shirts. Yeah. I remember hyper-color shirts? I, I think of them as day glow. And I... Neon everything. Yeah, everything. And then just like the, the videos, it's all like fisheye lens. Yeah. It's all like extreme close-ups. It's, you know, 
three four aspect ratio yeah it's like looking through somebody's peephole right <laughs> it's like that's what the 90s early 90s felt like Ernest life through a peephole Ernest nose is the size of the statue of liberty as right. he's like poking it into the peephole lens he's like <laughs> it's like okay this is horrible oh man uh, but somehow it works. It really works in a kid's movie, you know, mm-hmm. like all of those really, really garbage, like aesthetic choices. Yeah, that stuff, like, like, kids like, are just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, you know, yeah. that's the other one. And I don't think I mean, I think it's, it would still work today, but it's just not the aesthetic anymore. Pee Wee's Playhouse was super interesting and appealing because it had that like fifties throwback vibe with like all that v- vomitous, yeah, 90s all the wacky bullshit, like pasted over top of it, right? So it's like the craziest colors. Yeah, I think about kids shows now, and there's not a wacky show that I can think of. Like it's all like pretty understated or like. Oh, it's like the world of gumdrop. Abstract. There's, yeah, there's a lot of abstract stuff. Um, so there's, I mean, even, even, this is probably pretty dated now, but even like Blue's Clues mm-hmm. or like Elmo stuff, it's all like, you know, a very, very simple colored, you know, simple illustrated background and just a guy on a couch or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think th- there was a lot of experimentation going on. Right. As while we were kids and they were learning what what things were really, you know, and I mean, <laughs> the, the psychology is just barely being plumbed right. for all these kinds of things. And, and so now, now, like some stuff is just super realistic. I think of Bluey and I'm like, oh, you know, Bluey or like Daniel Tiger. It's like this is just kind of slice of life stuff. Yeah. And I hated that shit when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, uh, Arthur, f- fuck that. Like, give me some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Give me some Eureka's Castle over here, bitch. Yeah. Give me Beekman's World. Oh, Beekman's World. Yeah. Give me some Bill Not Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, anywho. Um, so, it's super aesthetically geared towards kids in the 90s. And I, you know, take that for what it is. Um, and while looking for a treehouse, Ernest manages to find the one oak he was destined to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make this amazing treehouse with tons of, like, weaponry. It's like a big fortress. And, um, and all- Yeah, it's got a weaponry, but it all depends on foodstuffs. Right. Disposable so foodstuffs. Yeah, and they never, like, discuss where that comes from. Just to have an unlimited supply of frozen pizzas to sling yeah, when, at bullies. When I was a kid- you just use rocks. <laughs> you get fucked. Just get rocks and sticks. They're strangely effective. Yeah. Even, the- even as adults. Yeah, this is this is literally a murder weapon in a lot of countries. <laughs> um Yeah. And um and so he, you know, he fucks with the tree. He he wasn't supposed to, but he does. Uh and <laughs> And one of my favorite lines in this movie is so dumb. And you heard it in one of those trailer clips that I played. Boy, I sure hope you're from... He, he gets attacked by the Trantor the Troll and he says, Boy, I sure hope you're from Keebler. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Ernest. So stupid. Uh. Um... Yeah, the costume design is pretty great. I really... Uh, the Chiodo brothers... Um, 
did all the all the trolls on this, all the uh, all the special effects, and wow! And you may remember the Chiodo brothers from such amazing horror cult classics as Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I think they recycled some of those designs on they, some of these trolls in the end. They did. It's There's gonna, at least one. It's going like, to come up in the vault. We're talking yeah. about it in the IMDb vault. Yeah. Um, no, definitely that you're right. One, one, one or two of those uh, of the actual costumes of the th- three trolls from Killer or the three clowns from Killer Clowns from Outer Space is repainted. Right. And. Used, used in this as as a troll trying to you know uh, trying to molest little kids, um, and how could it be any different? Uh, those clowns were definitely up to some shit, right? Um, so there's just a bunch of like just just extraneous bullshit that's just thrown in here. Tom, the salesman who does these commercials, like come on down to Tom's Wacky Barn where we sell bullshit. It's like, this doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's just another branded, earnest thing mm-hmm. that yeah. you do. You throw in it. It's it's literally filler for this movie. Mm-hmm. And that was what it was designed to be. And here it is. In terms of scares, like for kids, I think being turned into like a little wooden doll from being attacked by a troll, probably pretty frightening. Yes. You know? Yeah. There's a... Yeah, there's some weirdly, strangely serious themes going through this that is like, oh, this thing comes after kids specifically, and it steals their soul, mm-hmm. and then collects their body made of wood, uh-huh. and like uses it to grow n- new trolls. And it's mm-hmm. like, ooh. Whew. If you really digest that for a minute, it's um, it's dark. Yeah, what if there's a dark and gritty remake of... Ernest Scared Stupid. The A24 trailer that we yeah. watched. It's like Ernest, played by Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> no, played by uh, p- played by his lighthouse uh, counterpart, uh, Willem, Willem Dafoe. Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, can you imagine how creepy? That's the perfect creepy Ernest. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, kids. Um, yeah, actually, so that brings me to my next point. It's the middle-aged man hanging out with kids is just taken as like, oh, Ernest, yeah, you've got my kids in your in your garbage truck, but that's okay. Kids, get, get on back home now. This would not fly today. Uh, you couldn't have a middle-aged man just hanging out with kids all the time. Well, he was simple-minded, so it's okay. Is that what it is? It's okay because he's, he's mentally disabled? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I probably wouldn't want my kids around an older... Mentally disabled man? You know, feeble-minded person. Mm, feeble-minded? I don't think you can say that. Sorry, moron. Oh, there you go. Now now we're back into territory that's mm-hmm. acceptable. Um, yeah, lots of slapstick. Uh, and then a lot of, like, the stuff was all about, like, how do we defeat the troll? How do we defeat the troll? And And they come up with, like, two things that, one, works great until... It doesn't, and then the the final turn, which makes this is like this the very '90s movie slash after school special type ending, which is like well said. Love, unconditional love well, is new, the answer. What about the milk? 
The milk was also yeah. the answer. Well, the milk was the answer to, you know, after they, you know, um, completely destroyed all of this troll's children, like liquefied them. And then he turns into the Uber troll. Turns into Uber troll. And uh, then the only thing that can save him is unconditional love. And this this ending, my kids laughed at, which <laughs> I thought was great. Really? Yeah. Which which part? Which when Ernest is like, "Come to me, little guy," and he jumps up in his arms and they hug. So I mean, for them it worked. It was great. Well, there you go. That's all that matters. Um, so just a few things about the trolls, or at least uh, Trantor. Uh, he has some powers that, that I would be remiss if I don't. You know, I I want to make sure we hit everything here. Yeah. Uh, he can roar. One of his powers is he can unleash a deafening roar that blows you back. He also... Earth-shattering boom. Earth-shattering boom. And he also has great strength, and he can turn you to wood. Okay. Also, boogers. Lots right. of boogers in this. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's the thing I remember most about this. Mm-hmm. Booger lips. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, yeah, lots Booger of boogers. Lips. And the the design of the troll, he basically has two big old ugly old, old man noses. Yeah. Like literally two to the side. Yeah, poor little Rimshot. He was such a good dog. He was a mm-hmm. good boy. This was the goodest boy that ever lived, I think. This the tone of like this show just felt so like uh um Oh shoot, I just lost Wishbone. I, I had Wishbone. Yeah. Or Barney. Yeah. Or like anything where there's like a group of kids. Right. Yeah. And a dog for some reason. For some reason. Poor little Rimshot. Man, he was so cute. This was the second and last movie that Rimshot starred in with Ernest. Oh. By the way. Um, so yeah, ultimately, uh, you know, big long half hour long <laughs> troll battle. That was just mind-numbingly difficult to sit through. Mm. And finally, it ends in earnest, realizing that um, kids have uh, unconditional love. Oh, boy, the kids. And so the answer to beat the troll is unconditional love. So he goes and hugs a troll. And um, I'll tell you what, kids do not have unconditional love. No? It's very conditional. Oh? Like, if I take away, you know, one YouTube clip. Yeah. You know, if I pause that YouTube clip... My kids hate me. Yeah, but I bet if you for walked a, out for of the a couple room, minutes. I bet if you walked out of the room and said, bye, I'm leaving forever, they'd be like, no, you know, no, they'd be like, can you turn on the YouTube clip again <laughs> before you go? So final recommendations. I think we've already covered this very, very thoroughly. Your kids will like this movie. Not you, probably. <laughs> I mean, unless unless you've got so much nostalgia that. Um, you just can't, you know, you can't manage to withhold withhold it anymore. Mm-hmm. If, if you need to watch this movie, then, hey, it's out there, but I'm going to say it's not going to hit you as good as it did the first time. Yeah. Or even the first 20 times when you were 10. So anyway, let's move on. So we're going, we are going to get to some calls at the end of this. We're not going to do all of them, but, uh, but let's go through the IMDb vaults. So this is just some stuff that you can read directly off of IMDb, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say it into your ears right now and pretend that, uh, that it was our, yeah, we researched it that got us there. Um, we did the research is what this important thing, right? 
now I remember Austin Nagler. I remember the, the this boy's face. He's got a very leading young man's face for the '90s, uh, or kind of. Uh, but as it turns out, he played the main boy. You know, he's he's the kid who played the main boy, Kenny, in this, uh-huh. and he was teased so much. <laughs> for his kissing scene after the film came out that he stopped acting all together. What was the kissing scene? Uh, he kissed that girl. <sighs> right? He was teased so much for that. I mean... Done. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What? Yeah. That's unfortunate. It's, kids are ruthless. But it's also weird that you would be, as a kid, of like worried about like, oh no. I don't know why. I got a reputation for, for kissing girls. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just build a fucking treehouse with a bunch of pizzas and, and cat food and <laughs> right. shit and shoot it at the right. boys who were teasing him. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he had all the all the stuff he needed. Uh, you want me to take? You can, everyone? yeah, if you if you like. Okay, headstones are seen in the film's poster, but there's no cemetery in the film itself. It's speculated by fans that the antagonist, antagonist Trantor the Troll was originally supposed to dig up dead children to feed his army. And Ernest was a caretaker for a cemetery. This theory hasn't been confirmed, but would seem likely. Does it seem likely? Um, you know, this is one of those... It seems like a pretty dark concept to have in a goofy Ernest film. Yeah, this is one of those that I thought was interesting because because who is coming up with these theories and writing them down on the internet? Like, who's like, I've got enough time on my hands to, to theory craft about... <laughs> Ernest scared stupid. <laughs> yeah, see the the fatal flaw in their reasoning is that that Ernest scared stupid ever made it past draft one. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm pretty sure as it was being typed, it was being filmed. Right. Yeah. This was a. By the way, I should mention that this was an effort, uh, touchstone effort, uh, touchstone, 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 touchstone effort uh, by and Disney. Um, and, uh, it does bear a few similarities with another live action Disney Halloween themed family film you might recognize as Hocus Pocus from 1993. That's been, um, that's a film Hocus Pocus that we, uh, played on. That's, that is, uh, it's been featured on our horror or porno, 
bit. Uh, for example, the creepy historical introductions are followed by classroom scenes, either a teacher or student narrating about the unpleasant events and its curses against the villagers. In addition, Kenny and Max both meet up against bullies from their school before they face paranormal foes, mm. trolls and witches. This is the only earnest film reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> this is because Ebert never saw an earnest movie before. It got two thumbs down. If you know about, if you know, if you've listened to this show a lot, or uh, then you know we both have a weird soft spot for Siskel and Ebert that just. Well, for me, it's specifically Ebert. Yeah. Ebert is one of the best movie critics of all time. <laughs> You don't like Siskel? I love Siskel. Siskel. I love his inconsistency. See, and Siskel this- is such a basic bitch. Whoa! Er, I I have no qualms about saying the reason why that show is popular is that that Ebert, Ebert actually knew what he was talking about, was consistent, and had rational, like very um, interesting things to say. And Siskel sat next to him. Hey. I I liked the juxtaposition of the insane versus the versus the sane. <laughs> but 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 Cisco was a wild card. Yeah, but like but like he had this veneer of being normal, you know? It was right. like it was a good Right. It was a good packaging. Yeah, I, I really enjoy uh that. Many people mistakenly believe that the meme troll face uh came from this film. You know the the troll face meme the because Ernest makes that exact goddamn face in this film. Um, When Ernest is about to run over Trantor the troll, he says the line, How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? After this, he laughs, and his face is exactly... Wow, it it is, isn't it? ...is the embodiment of troll face. Um, But... In reality, Trollface is actually not from that. The face displays a certain attitude... um, which that random shot from the movie kind of doesn't have. Also, the creator of the face also explained uh, explained it and added that it's what online trolls imagine themselves to look like while actually looking or being more pathetic. Um, so mm, the creator of Trollface says has absolutely uh-huh. nothing to do with the movie. Again, a lot of theory crafting around Ernest yeah. Scared Stupid. <laughs> but I mean, if you if you if you Google. Ernest scared stupid troll face. You'll get a dozen side by sides where you're like, "Oh god damn, that is it's dead on." Yeah. Uh, when John Cherry and Jim Varney initially entered their contract with Disney, it was to do three Ernest movies. After the first test screening of Ernest Saves Christmas in 1988, it received positive audience reviews. Disney extended the contract from a three picture deal to a six picture deal. Due to Ernest Scared Stupid bringing in only a modest gross of $14,143,280 at the U.S. box office, Disney chose to end their contract with Cherry and Varney, therefore making this the fourth and final Ernest film to be released under the Disney label, Touchstone Pictures. All future Ernest films were independently produced, and following the financial failure of the theatrical release, Ernest Rides Again, the Ernest film shifted to a straight-to-video market. Really? So, I mean, even though it it only made $14 million, million, see, that's the thing. Like, these movies, from what I understand, were critical failures, obviously. It's not like like Ebert's going to like it. Shooting for the stars here. Um, But they were all financial successes. Like, this, I, I checked the 
the budget for it, and the budget for the movie was like $9 million. So they made back money. Sure. It's not, you know, a crazy amount of money to make on a movie. But What did you expect? But these movies are super cheap. Yeah. Yeah, the second... Oh, uh, there's a total of 17 trolls that appear in this movie. Uh, this is also the second and final Ernest movie, as I said before, to feature Ernest Dog Rimshot, who's mm-hmm. just the goodest little boy. Mm-hmm. He's a good little lad. Um, Director yeah, he John. was later replaced by another dog called Rimjob. Um <laughs> Director John Cherry kept the animatronic head for the main antagonist, Trantor the Troll. He used to keep it in his office, but had since given it to his son to display. Okay. Uh, Hey, you know what? They can't all be zingers. The pizzas seen being thrown at the bullies who try to attack the kids' tree houses are, get this, reused props (gasps) from the Teenage, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use of 1991, same year. And that is, Secret of the Use is one of, I think that was the first movie I ever bought. Mm. And I we were walking through Costco, and I saw it, and I was like, Mom, I need this. And she was like, it's time to learn a lesson about money. So she bought a, me a couple of flats of soda, and she said, you're going to sell this outside our house for, you know, 50 cents a piece, and when you made enough money... Then you can come. We can come back and buy Secret of the Use, and we did, and I did, and that's and that was the first movie I ever bought. I was in second grade. Was it worth it? Oh my fucking god, yes! Oh my god, yes! Secret of the Use was the coolest thing ever for me mm-hmm. as a kid. Like I was super into turtles. I need to revisit the early '90s Ninja Turtle movies. The I, the first I started ins- started the first one. And it would- it holds up pretty good. Yeah, it does. It does. Has a lot of attitude. Oh, my God, yes. Like, they did Raphael real good mm-hmm. in that one. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, the Chiodo brothers were credited with special effects for this film, who also made Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Look for trolls in the finale that resemble clowns, as well as the same spinning death effect. That's right. Oh, okay. So, like, the special effect. Yep. Like, kind of they're, like they're being beamed up. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the end of our IMDb vault. If you guys liked that, um, it's easy for us to do. And so we will do it if you like it. If you don't let us know, uh, by calling 682-253-4468 and be like, that fucking sucked. I wish you guys didn't waste time on that. Mm. And let, now let's get into horror movie talk. This is a little bit where we take your voicemails and we play them on the show, so let's get right into it. We got our first message many moons ago from Elizabeth. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, guys, it's Elizabeth. Um, I was just calling to kind of weigh in on this um, SEC containment breach, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just think that um, I have to say I'm just slightly disappointed in the Facebook group as a whole just because I feel like um, we kind of kicked Hans out. He actually left the group um, because everybody was making such a big deal about it. And I don't know, I don't really think that was right. I mean, he was definitely one of the first people in the group and definitely an asset to the group. So Hans, if you're listening to this, please come back. So I'm sure a lot of people miss you. Um, and I also think that um, 
you know, there's this this button on the side of posts that says block or see less from this person. So, you know, if people were really that upset about the memes, they could have just hit all the posts. So, um, you know, I really don't think being angry or, you know, trying to get somebody kicked out of the group was, uh, was worth it. You know, you could easily just avoid, avoid the memes. Um, and for the most part, I don't really think the group really had much going on. I mean, there were a few posts here and there, but there really wasn't a lot. So the memes were pretty funny and definitely added to the group. So like I said, please come back, Hans. We love you. That's it. Bye. Few things. A lot of shade being thrown by Elizabeth. Yeah, I was I was just thinking about Hans the other day. I'm like, how how can I get him back? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, this is a good first step. I I don't feel like there was ever an effort to get Hans kicked out. Um, yeah, he kind of he kind of noped out of it. I think it was just he didn't appreciate the tone. Well, I think he got a, a mean message from someone that, and I mean, d- listen, if it was me getting a mean message from someone, I'd react the exact same way. Um, but all this to say, like, the uh, SS Experiment Camp 2 posts were, I mean, they were. They were a bit much. Yeah, they were, I can it, admit was, that. it spammed all of the um, interesting content that I enjoyed out of out of the group for a long time. And if it had been, you know, if it had been, um, you know, just a week of that, that's one thing. But this continuous uh, stream of, of posts, I, I mean, yeah, sure, they were funny, but uh, sometimes... But really, they just a lot of times they serve to push a lot of that um, interesting or unique content that other people had to say. You know, everybody want, needs a voice, and uh, and it pushed a lot of that stuff out. Um, but that being said, no ill will was ever wished towards anyone. And, yeah, and um, and I certainly hope Hans comes back. He's uh, he's a, a great person, and uh, and uh, yeah, I hope he's listening. Yeah, he to added right a now. lot to the group. Like that's it was a huge loss. Yeah, and I and so I mean, if if anything, I'm just mad at whoever that. was fucking cruel to Hans. Right. That's that's you know because we asked them to stop and they just politely stopped. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a big like hubbub about it. It was like, hey, could you tone it down? Actually, we didn't even ask them to stop. We said, could you just tone it down to like one a day? Right, that'd be fine. Instead of like these big. Um, mass posting efforts yeah would kind of push everything down the list but anyway um you have supporters hans and we all you know we love you so you know come i say it at the end of every show we love you bye but here's our next message hans come back hi this is john from from colorado i was just saying i'm following a patreon suckers hey baby um i didn't call last week because I wasn't a patron, so I was like, I don't want to be put on blast. But I was just calling in response to the cube video that I just listened to. If you like not having an answer, uh, don't watch Cube Zero or Hypercube, one of those two. Because I don't know if you'll like the answer to why the cube exists. I like the, you guys were saying the ambiguity. Whatever. Ambiguity. The mystery of it. But if you want an answer, eh, you might be let down. Also, just want to say, great job listening to the membership stuff. Love you guys. I'll be calling next week with a lot more clear thought. My wife, I just found my wife's having a baby. Later. <gasps> oh, congratulations, congratulations, John. Hey. Mazel well, tov. Yeah, mazel. And congratulations on being a patron, on being uh, a, a new father. And um, and yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for telling us not to watch Hypercube or Cube Zero. I don't think Bryce was ever at risk of that. Yeah, I don't think that was going to happen. He says uh, He says you won't like the reason for the cube existing. 
Uh, I already don't like the reason for the for Cube existing. Well, okay. You don't have to be a jerk about it. Here's our next caller. Hey, guys. Long-time listener here. Levi from Indiana. Um, right now, I'm listening to the Slither uh, podcast, Slither. and I'm driving home from work. I work third shift, so I tend to listen to you guys on my way to work, and when I come home, uh, hopefully, this will get on to the next episode, and I, hopefully, it'll be malignant. But um, if that's the case, just try watching Malignant for the second time, knowing the twist at the very end. It makes it a little better. Nope. In my opinion, it was an okay movie. And, um, well, other people don't think so. Uh, Anyways, I hope you guys have a good day, and uh, fuck you. (laughs) Hey, fuck you too, buddy. Uh, Thanks for calling in, Levi. I appreciate it. Yeah, I watched it a second time knowing what the twist was, and it was still bad. A lot, I, I feel like liked it. I feel like people are talking past each other with this movie. There's a, a a a group of people who are wildly in love with Malignant. See, I I feel like the people that say it's great because it's supposed to be bad have way too much faith in the intention of it being as bad as it was. Well, what a fucking cop out way to say to say like this movie anyway. Right. Okay. So Bryce, I'm gonna make a real piece of shit. Right. I'm just going to I'm going to take all your musical instruments over there and I'm just going to like blow into a into a so microphone I'm, with no real intent. Yeah. And then I'm going to put it together and I'm going to say, ah! listen, listen, listen to me first. This is supposed to be terrible. And then I'm going to play it and I'm going to go, OK, now, what did you think? Realizing that it's supposed to be bad. And you're going to be like, you accomplished your goal. Hooray. Good job. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's bad because it's supposed to be bad, and that's supposed to make me feel good about it? Shut the fuck up. Or the other one that, that um, I think it was on Instagram or, or Facebook Messenger, um, they're saying, oh, no, it's, it's they're tr- he was trying to do a Jallo movie, and like, Jallo, Italian Jallo movies, you know, kind of was on those line of bad or, you know, serious, and you never know. Like, no, it's not. I don't feel like there was ambiguity about it. It was just, well, but, I could tell what he was trying to do. It just didn't succeed. Yeah, but not only that, like with a lot of those giallos, um, the, the the intent is to leave you with a ki- kind of a, a uh, an ambiance, right? Right. At least they're a mood, you right. know? And, and, and so it'll hit you in a certain way. This just hit me like a bag of wet trash. Right. That was the mood. Um, but, and then the, the same person mentioned, like, you got to like classify it like butt boy and which that is what I'm classifying it. Like it's butt boy does it good because it takes itself so seriously. Yeah, I called you yesterday or the day before and I was like, I think it's supposed, I think a better version of malignant is butt boy. Yeah. You could have made butt boy about the malignant character. Right. And pulled it off. As well as Butt Boy. Yeah, if you if you watch Butt Boy and tell me, t- t- watch Butt Boy and tell me that it's not a way better version of Malignant. Yeah, Butt it, Boy is a masterpiece. It's a fucking brilliant movie that shouldn't be able to do what it did, and Malignant couldn't do what it did to, for me. But that being said, lots of people out there enjoy the ever loving shit out of Malignant, and I've heard a lot of people say that they they've watched it two, three, four times. Um, so. Hey, more power to you. If it's if it's a, something you really enjoy, I'm not going to take yeah. away from that. So it's like Butt Boy, someone took a shit and made a, a painting out of it. But it was 
like a beautiful Renaissance painting of all different colors of brown. And someone looks at it and is like, yeah, it's supposed to be shitty, but it's good. Right. And then the argument for like Malignant that it was supposed to be bad is like someone taking a shit and smearing it on a piece of canvas. Just saying, no, it's supposed to be bad. Right. No, it's still a piece of shit. Right. If your goal is to be bad, then you're still making a bad movie. Right. (laughs) Um, Here is Elizabeth again. Let's see what she has to say. Hey, guys, it's Elizabeth. So I just have, like, a bone to pick with you guys. Um, Just listening to your Slither episode, which I got to say, completely honest, worst episode ever. Um, What? What the hell, guys? I mean, I don't really care about the movie too much. I'm talking about the Rotten Tomatoes where you guys were insulting these amazing movies. 13 Ghosts, amazing movie. What are you talking about? It's okay. a terrible movie. That is a fantastic movie starring Matthew Lillard, who is mm-hmm. arguably one of my favorite actors, um, as well as Scooby-Doo, another freaking great movie. The first one, the second one, nobody cares about. But the first one, Scooby-Doo, oh, my God, fantastic movie. How dare. I didn't say, say Scooby-Doo is bad. Um, and then, Bryce, you insult Willy's Wonderland, another fantastic movie. Like, Come on, guys, and and you rated host nine out of ten. Like, come on. All right, she <laughs> always goes back to the well with host. Times better than host will ever be. So that's my rant for today. Uh, okay. Two thumbs down. But hey, at least I didn't give you guys a one out of five review on Apple Podcast because I'm a smart person and not stupid and do stupid things. Okay, bye. Thanks, Elizabeth. Okay, so Elizabeth. I, I, to we, be we, fair, you haven't watched Willy's Wonderland. I and, haven't, and you don't know nothing about it, so you like kind I'm of not, talking out of your. I ass don't feel it. like I was disparaging. I said it doesn't look good. Did you? And I never disparaged Scooby Doo. I disparaged Matthew Lillard because I, think, I don't think he's a good actor. <laughs> look, I think what's going on here is Elizabeth's got a little thing for Matthew Lillard, and so she just heard yeah. one disparaging word about Matthew Lillard, and she's like Scooby Doo. Matthew Lillard's in that too, oh, and you know she has a little bit of a thing going on. Right, maybe that's it. Um, Thirteen Ghosts is objectively terrible. <laughs> Every person that says I love Thirteen Ghosts immediately says the reason they they loved it was all the ghosts' backstories, which is not in the film. It's not in that film. What they really love is the Thirteen Ghosts DVD bonus bonus features. features. Yeah, they don't like the film because the film is a piece of shit. Oof. Hot takes, hot takes. Come at me, Elizabeth. What do you think, Elizabeth? Do you think you have the you have the balls to go up against Bryce right now? Not me, because I'm not part of this. Okay, next caller. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Dave. This is John from Colorado. I want to apologize for last week. I hate my sister-in-law. She's the one who started trying to be stupid over the phone. So I do apologize for her and for my wife, who told me that she's going to labor and had me all flustered when I thought that's why I said that she was pregnant. So I do apologize for last week's call. Sorry. But I was just calling in response to this week. Just want to say awesome job as always. You guys are always hitting it hard, hitting it right. You know, you know how to hit it right. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, no, I'm just with you. Um, keep it up. I'm enjoying the perks of the Patreon. Anyone who's listening that has a sign up for it, you guys definitely need to check it out. Some of the Patreon podcasts only, they are awesome. I just listened to the Kevin and Woods one. Ain't going to ruin it. But I'm going to head out. Talk to you guys next week. Dude, thank you. Thank you, um, John. Thanks. And I take back my Mazel tov. So she's not <laughs> pregnant? Yeah, I was a little confused by that. 
my wife's going into labor. I just learned she's pregnant and she's going into labor. It's like, oh, wait, she's, she's usually not. pretty separated by a lot of time. She's not pregnant at all. She was. Thanks, John, for calling in. Yeah, I appreciate you, buddy. Let's see. Let's. We could do uh, what? Two more. Let's sure. Two more. Good afternoon. This is Jim with FedEx Freight. Unfortunately, we will not be able to make it in and pick up your freight today. I do have it rescheduled for tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. FedEx is getting a hold of us to tell us they can't deliver. Do you know what it was? No. Okay. I don't, I'm not sure that's a real one. Okay, well, there you go. Thanks for calling How's me. How's it going, H&T, baby? Oh, it's Jackal. This is Jackal from Arkansas, not Kansas, as it was. But I've been doing the show lately um, on Netflix, which most everybody has. If you don't, can't blame you. It sucks. Um, Squid Game, all right? It's Korean. And you're thinking, oh, that sounds like a Hunger Games thing, right? It, you're right. Um, it's better, though. Um, I, It's comparable to Battle Royale. I love all right? that movie. Have you We've seen all that? seen that. Yeah. But it, it adds so many twists and vulnerabilities in that everyone is there on purpose at a point. Um, great fucking show. Um, I, I cried for the first time in like five months and I, uh, just, uh, it, it's, it's so good. You guys. Anyway, um, hope y'all are doing good. Uh, have a good week. Strong recommendation from longtime fan Jackal to, uh, to go ahead and, you know, buckle up and watch Squid Game. Have you have you watched this yet? I haven't. I've seen a lot of clips from it, and it's, I don't know. I couldn't get excited about it. It's hard for me to get excited about anything. I just feel... Because I've seen the, that concept stuff before, you know? Yeah. Hunger Games, Battle Royale. Like... Um, I do want to take a moment just here in the middle to say thank you to some of our most recent uh, patrons. I want to thank uh, the following people for signing up. And supporting the show, uh, James J, Jonathan F, Beer for a Jeer, Michael C, James C, Kobe M, Stephen P, Aaron M, Peter H, Jed D, and Kelly B. Y'all fuck so hard, and thank you. We've had a huge groundswell, and uh, you know we just passed a hundred patrons, so we're gonna be we're in the works to create a. Uh, a tandem track that we're going to release commentary track with another movie. Mm-hmm. Well, we dropped below a hundred again this month. Oh, did we? Because we lost some last month. Oh, that's okay. Um, we still hit it. Yeah. Thanks to all the new patrons. If I if we forgot to mention your name, I know I was supposed to edit in that list last yeah. episode, and I forgot because yeah. I edited it later. Let us know, and we'll say your name like for a minute straight uh, later mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we have, here we have our last call for today. Hey, uh, this is Roll for the Box Quality. It's been a while since I've called in. I, uh, I started listening again, uh, with this Paranormal Activity 3 podcast you made up. And goddamn, you guys have really fallen, fallen down my list of podcasts. It's mm-hmm. really quite, uh, messed up here. I don't like to curse, but you guys are fucked up right now. That's Rojo. Rojo hasn't called in a long time. I haven't heard of him, heard from him in a while. Let's... It's going downhill. Uh, honestly, if I was a, I'm here with uh, with Big Hefty. Big Hefty. 
I mean, we're big hefty, and um, uh, we're about to eat some food here. He's a big boy. Um, if I was, uh, we're both uh, Latinos, you know. If I was you white people, you always got to have a title for something that you have no understanding of with this Latinx, Latinx. I woke up one day, and I realized I was a motherfucking X-Men. It doesn't really matter. No one goes with Latino. We just say where the fuck we're from. Aside from that, you guys are a bunch of perverts drooling over the goddamn microphone while you think of fucking Jennifer Addison. <laughs> I'm more of a Jennifer Love Hewitt fan, but I really don't care. I really like Rose Monroe. I like Violet Mayers. I love all my my uh, my Hispanic ladies. Fuck those white boys. Anyway, uh, keep doing the Lord's work. Fuck you guys. Love you. Fuck you too, Rojo. Uh, lots of casual racism coming from the mm-hmm. Latin community there. Um, Rojo is really bringing it, bringing the racism in, um, which is something we we try not to do. Although we are yeah. very privileged. How dare you use gendered nouns? Yeah, f- fuck you. Yeah. All right. Um, you think this is your language? Uh, so yeah. Are you gatekeeping the English language? Paranormal. Activity 3 is one of the rare episodes that I actually went back and listened to. Because I was curious because someone said it was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, what did we do? What did we do? Um, Yeah, because we recorded that almost a year ago. Because, yeah, it was one of those things where I've been kind of um, self-conscious about fawning over women on the podcast because sometimes we get called out for that. Oh, yeah. That one was a very strong case of just us. You could almost hear the drool hitting the ground. Oh, just talking how, about. how dare we appreciate what we like? Right. Oh, oh, fuck no. me in the goat ass. You're not supposed to be attracted or talk about being attracted to anyone. Right. Because, it's offensive. Because somehow. that objectifies them. Because I like fucking wish someone would objectify me for once. You know the, what privilege that must be. The other to one be, to be able to get angry about people liking you. <laughs> the other one that I loved. Which I was like, wow, that was a genius idea. Was we talked about um, doing a um, like a remake or a uh, of paranormal paranormal activity, but just from the viewpoint of the of the ghost. Oh wow, of the demon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, knocking shit off the table. So just like someone like Mark Duplass. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like uh, poke. Yeah. <laughs> He's up on a ladder. Up on a ladder, poking the chandelier. Pushing the chandelier. <laughs> I got him. Got him. Zingers. Okay. Well, that's it for Horror Movie Talk Horrors. Um, y'all know who you are. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for being patrons. Thanks for listening to this episode. Thanks for sharing it with a friend. Thanks for everything you do for us. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we do bring you a free show every single week. So do what you can to support the podcast because we want to quit our jobs and do this better, bigger, and, uh, and as, as privileged as possible. So, um, you know, any, any way you can help out is, is great. Um, give us a call at 682-253-4468. You get on that voicemail line for next week or the week after that or whenever this airs and have a great week we love you so much love you bye bye looking for a podcast full of burps and gas perverted cast skinny and fat look no further horror movie talk is accidentally funny begs to donate money fake sponsors for dummies and so much more new episodes every hump day they'll pickle your dickle 
for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy, is dinner rough. Pretend kiss, Bryce Hansen. Look at them hot kids, Chris Henson. Masturbate with a crucifix, exorcist. Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true, cause it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare him, no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper Chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy, is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle, machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shudder and jump scares. They fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show them one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, they spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like 